Missy D. Missy D. She's so talented, you know. Mm-hmm. Here's another version of Double Trouble Mama and Me and I'm in a bit of a weird mood today because I've, I've done take 700 and I can't get my mother to do this properly and I don't want you to sit there telling me that I'm telling her off. I keep producing her and she's not actually uh, cooperating today so let's see how this goes because I actually am at the end of my tether trying to just get a normal episode out for you and it's becoming very hard. Uh, the heat doesn't help. I'm not moaning about the heat. I love the heat. I really do and um, I've been waiting for this heat wave. Obviously you'll be listening to this on Monday but last week would have been that heat wave and that's what we're sitting on today on a Monday and it's beautiful out there I'm dying to get out there actually um, but I will just after the podcast once the garden has been so the window will be open you will hear traffic and maybe a few people out the window and stuff but um, unfortunately I can't sit very closely to my mother like this and not have the window open it's just too much so welcome again to Double Trouble Mum and Me episode three uh, Raj is in the house Hey, yes, um, here I am. <laughs> and I said it's a very difficult one today. I don't know what's going on with her, but there's something definitely going on with her. Yeah. And uh, I've already prepped her about what we're going to say, but I don't know. I, don't, I really have not got a, a good feeling about today's episode. Anyway, uh, tomorrow I could have done it, but I can't because I'm going on that date again. I missed my date last week because I think I was knackered. I was really tired from, uh, I was keeling over from just entertaining uh, the family, which is also coming up this weekend, because Muggins here is the person that has to do everything and no one else does. So I'll be doing the cooking and the cooking and the cleaning and the shopping and the cooking and the serving and the cleaning and the cooking. So that's how it kind of works. And my mom's ashadying to me, like, why are you saying that? This is the podcast of Missy D 3.0, and this is where everything is truthful, Rajinda. But you oh. don't like speaking the truth. Do you? I do. No, you don't. You always think Lok kya kehenge. Why are you saying that? Why do you? Why do you think that? Well, I don't know. This is how the the way I was um, brought up, I suppose. But I didn't say Lok kya kehenge. I do. Uh, you you're waving at my microphone like, why are you saying that? And three times I came up with three introductions, and she was like, no, I can't do that introduction. And I was like, well, then maybe you shouldn't be my podcast because I'm just too truthful for your liking. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Shall we carry on? <laughs> yes, we can yeah. carry on. Okay. But, thank you. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. What's wrong with being honest? Nothing wrong with being honest. Everybody but, wants to be honest, but there are certain things uh, which you don't say in public. I don't know how you what's it, work. That's what that's why you're on the podcast because I want people to understand that you are a different person to me, a different generation to me, a different sort to me. Why? I, I, we want to learn about why you think the way you do. 
and i think the way i do i thought i it's all because of the bringing it's all because of bringing up the way you've been brought up and the values you've been given from your parents but what's in those days there's certain things you could talk in public and there's certain things you couldn't talk in public but why can't you just so, talk in public about everything because i don't know because um people used to think they will um think something different about it or make laugh about it i don't know um but this is the way it was and um um so there you go you're definitely not feeling this podcast today so i'm going to just let you know for some reason she got up this morning and she was in a right mood i don't know what's going on i've asked her five times i really do feel like she's going through the menopause when really i should be going through the menopause but she's <laughs> been in some grumpy mood and she just won't snap out of it so you might get a grumped uh, double trouble mum and me so uh, we, well, i do have actually a, a bit of uh, production gone here gone on here in um in this episode thinking if i kind of produce it a bit it might help her to get through so the first thing i really want to ask was um about made in heaven so we've been watching made in heaven season 1 and season 2 and my mum has watched it she's liked it she's hated it she's squirmed in it i've loved it i found episode sorry season 2 slightly better than season 1 but now if i think about it i think i like season 1 better than season 2 cuz last night we watched episode 3 4 5 and they're all bit wishy washy they weren't really like juicy like the first season what what so what's your opinion because the whole world is going crazy about this made in heaven as you heard the other day the bbc asian network they had all the stars on their uh, radio station and were interviewing them so they're big and hot at the moment so what is your honest opinion about made in heaven i think um the storyline is uh, nice but the thing is there was too much luck it it said it it's going to be too much abuse and whatever the you know the showing like you know uh, some of that is not to my liking because obviously like i said i am from a different generation and there are things which you can't just sit and watch with family and daughters and this is the way it used to be uh, may not be now but um um that was really uh, stuck like a sore thumb but then the storyline was okay but it says made in heaven but none of the marriages you know got through which were made in heaven so there is a lesson to learn i think from this as well you know that doesn't matter what you do when it comes to i don't know what i want to say when it comes to comes to what marriage marriage then uh, obviously it's two people's decision not just one and right at the end if something happens the marriage is broke and it's not made in heaven so i did watch it but sitting but with missy <laughs> but there were scenes which i would wish i had not watched with her sitting there you know but uh, it's just my opinion like you know this is how you have been brought up i suppose um when the these kind of scenes used to come when we watching family films or something mom mom and dad will walk away or just leave the children or children will walk away and leave mom and dad like you know sitting there and this is the old that i'm talking about old days you like about 40 years ago 50 years ago you know this used to happen but now everything is in open and this um uh, what you call it um gay thing is discussed quite openly but in our days 
there were no gays and there were no lesbians you know it was man and woman thing you know just getting married to man getting married to a woman and woman to a man so this was something when it was introduced it was very very new and it was really hard to adjust to it but do you know do you know that that you're wrong there there were gays and lesbians in those days it's actually in the kama sutra and it's actually in those you know those buildings they've got with all the kama sutra stuff actually there were but do you know what they just hid it like most asians do like all of us kids did when we were in the 70s not i did i didn't actually do it but many girls and boys used to go to daytime discos have boyfriends and girlfriends smoke and drink and do whatever they did and hid it from their parents so you're wrong in that aspect that it didn't exist it completely existed but um, it was it wasn't um, yeah, it wasn't uh, I mean, uh, a public matter yeah. because people would have got criticized and berated and so they kept it hidden well, and now they've been given the balls and I know the I know I know what you mean you mean chaneke khet mein you know maybe they were doing chaneke it in chaneke khet mein <laughs> but <laughs> it was nothing like you know in open so we visually i mean or didn't um, uh, and you know didn't see it or didn't hear about it which was there but it was yeah. like you said hidden it was not exposed to us so with the exposure when it came uh, it was something very much new you know and um, but so now don't don't you think it's good that it's all come out in the open and these uh, things exist because you i know that you find it weird and you still don't accept the uh, you don't understand not accept you don't understand homosexuality you don't understand it you don't like it and you just say iki bukwasi it's not just me it's people from my generation people from it your just, generation but, yeah actually yeah, yeah i mean it's it i'm not just saying particularly me but people from my generation because like i said it was something not exposed to us or it was in olden days it was maybe like a sachane ke kitme or whatever ganne ke kitme what does chane ke kitme mean chane ke kitme mean you know if they were doing something yeah homosexuality they were just hidden and they will go to these khita whatever you know in <laughs> india and whatever they you know hiding there and do what but it wasn't just homosexual do. people that were doing that in your days there were just normal uh, boys yeah, and girls yeah. going to the kid yeah. and doing whatever but then boys and girls we know they were doing it but why but is that more accepted because i don't know don't because it's down to conditioning don't you think it's really bad that you are all conditioned to think it just needs to be um what's it called that thing St- susan and steve adam and steve what is it adam Apple and eve adam and eve that's the one <laughs> <laughs> adam and eve because we just been said oh it should be adam and eve but not really because obviously then guess they normal was, as well the world started with adam and eve this is what the how can you prove that i can't prove it, it but Steve this is Stephen, how can you prove it that there's god you can't prove it you but can't you know prove there's it. god i don't know this you know, god until it's proven uh, well this this uh, you can't prove these things but they're there <laughs> i mean there are certain things like you know you have never seen you see the wind blowing but you have actually not seen the wind you know how itself So huh. there are things you don't see but there there's some some things are there but what you. I'm saying is you're seeing it now but you still can't get it round your head that these because things exist not- but every time you saw a man kiss a man because it was mostly man on man in this uh uh made in heaven and you I just kind of like you I just, just couldn't I can't digest it <laughs> but they're, they're normalizing it for you these homosexual people have fought for it uh hard well uh, let me put it this way i'm trying to come terms with it now you no, know you're doing really well because you you are because, accepting of it but it's still very hard still very very hard for my generation to accept that i think you know if you ask people from my generation they still think it's not natural you think it's not natural but do you think it's not natural still mm, i still yeah <laughs> 
I think it's just a matter <laughs> but you of sit there and watch Adam it. and Eve thing. I, I, I have to watch it because obviously film, you watch a film and um, you still give your opinion about a film. So Okay, so yeah. all these hijras in India, when you have them in the weddings, and I'm sure when you were a child came to weddings that you went to, but you probably thought that was normal. Those are normal hijras. No? Yeah. Why? Because you were conditioned. You were conditioned that these hijra are going to come to the house and they're going to bless the child and these are accepted because these are why? I don't understand. I need to know what's going on in your head. Well, hijra, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, the, this is what we were told and this is how we grew up. Yeah. Like, you know, with hijra. Conditioning. Obviously conditioning on the, uh, you know, on the, um, on the <coughs> wedding they come or whenever somebody has a boy or a girl or something, lordy or whatever, you know, they come and they bless children of the couple. Uh, but we never questioned it, I think, in those days. Why is it happening or why nobody is questioning the sexuality of them? So do you know what LGBTQ means? Mm. <laughs> have a guess L G B T I don't even know I've got to be honest what it a- exactly means but that's the that's the new umbrella that most of all these people that are finding their own way in life and their sexualities uh, lesbian gay L G L G B T Q lesbian gay uh, B T lesbian gay you get a T T you might get the T and I think there's an I in there as well. Let's let's Google it. Hold on, because I don't even know. Oh, our pl- LGBTIQA plus stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex, queer, question, oh asexual, and many God. other terms such as non-binary and pansexual. I have not done, no idea, no idea. So I think what you're trying to say is that this is making life too wishy-washy for you and yes. you prefer it to be yeah, just there's like so Adam and many, Eve. There's so much now going on in the world, you can't keep up with it. But don't you think that's like life moving on and evolving, you know, evolvement? Everything evolves, everything has a shelf life. Nothing stays the same ever. Everything changes on a daily basis. Your last second... I do that believe you, in that. Yeah. Yes. So, um, obviously it's advanced. Don't you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's a good thing? Well, evolving. No. Do you think it's a good thing that uh, things like a Made in Heaven or like, you know, films um, that, are, you know, programs, uh, well, theatre yeah, shows, I mean, um, people out there in the media are um, kind of making it normal. And don't you find, don't, can you imagine like if you were born that way and you had to fight to be recognised and to be given given a label. Nobody should be given a label, really. But can you imagine? It's how hard it is for them uh, that they've been born like that. They don't. They don't. They didn't want to be like that. They were born like that. That's another thing I don't understand. How can you be born like a gay or a lesbian? Because that's the way they feel inside. Okay. So in a way, yes, I think uh, bringing it. Uh, Bringing it like, you know, in front of the public and people like me, myself or my generation, you know, and sort of educating them uh, is is a different matter, you know, and it's educating people like my generation. It's good. But then again, 
people like my generation, they when they're sitting and watching this with family, they still feel a bit queasy about it and they still don't feel comfortable. No, know? I totally understand that. But can you also, taking it to a whole different level, so let's take God and Joher. God and Joher, visually, visually you can see that he's very effeminate and you can tell he has the traits of a homosexual person. Yeah. Now, God and Joher didn't, when he was a child, go, oh, let me start acting like this and becoming quite effeminate. It's just the way he is. So can you see now that sometimes the, the, the these, I don't want to sound rude to say these homosexuals, the people that are homosexual, they don't want the, not I don't think they'd not want the attributes either. It's just natural within them. Do you see how that, do you, like some people, some boys and girls have gone on like national TV and said, I'm a girl in a boy's body or I'm a boy's in a girl's body. There's like a, a rugby player who came out as homosexual. Elton John is homosexual. George Michael homosexual. Obviously, I'm understanding it now. Like I said, you know, uh, much more than it was before. Uh, if somebody would have come to me about 20 years ago or, you know, and said or 30 years ago, I didn't know. I wouldn't know where to turn. But obviously, you're coming to terms with it. Terms this is with well. It this is yeah, a new phenomenon yeah. that we're dealing with. Mm. Um, Twenty years ago, we were dealing with. Uh, we can't even leave our house to go to the park on our own because we're a girl. That was not. That yeah. wasn't twenty years ago. Actually, that was forty years ago. Yeah. Twenty years after that, we were dealing with trying to have a drink in front of you, and normalizing the fact that us girls in our twenties, just not me, but our cousins. Uh, we were pushing the boundaries to have a wine, glass of wine in front of you and the aunties. And then we normalised that. Yeah. So then uh, now we're normalising all this homosexuality. And not, do you know what you you find difficult? Not just the homosexuality. You find all this kissing and smooching and jiggy jiggy they do all day long like it's too much. But do you not understand that that is just like a normal process of life? That's part of life? I do, I do. But like I said, in, in our days, it was all sort of, you know... Um, I know you keep saying that, but I'm talking about now. Like, So what they're trying to do is go, well, they're not hiding it now. This is what they're doing. And then we're showing you how it is. Like that other one we watched, The Lust Stories. I mean, that was way over the top, but that happens. People do that stuff, kind of stuff. I just couldn't watch it. Yeah. I just I just left it. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Mom only watched, I think, the first episode of Lust, Lust Stories. Uh, and that was the end of that, which kind of takes us on to the, the next subject that I wanted to talk about. You know, like over, like you're saying, over, you were educated in that way many years ago. That's probably what, 70 years ago-ish? And 70, 80, 60, 70 years ago, right? 50 years ago. No, you're going to be 80 next year. So about from the age of about 10, 70, 70, 60 years ago, you were educated about this is how it is. You're a girl. You're going to go to this college. You're going to go to uni and you're going to get married to a man. And you're going to have children. You're going to settle down and make roti for the rest of your life. That was your that was your destiny written. And those were the thing that's that's what you lot did. Why would I make roti? I was educated and I, be, I was professional. So not every girl uh, in India, when they get married, make a ro make roti. What, did they say you were they... going to get married and then you could become a teacher? No, it's like, you tera kamya to hoke, nyane banake, fir settle ho jana. That basically means go make roti at home. Well, not, not every parents do that. I mean, my father was... Uh, totally in favour of education and he said till you tell me that you can't get up you don't want to get any more degrees I will not uh, say no to you, you but know. you ultimately had to get married 
ultimately had to get married because of uh, like any other person had children but that didn't stop me uh, becoming professional and uh, working like you know I worked in India as a teacher I worked over here all my life as a teacher for 28 years so you know so, I was a professional and housewife at the same time well, how old were you when you got married um 23 so 23 and you told your dad you want to be a dj what would you say mm, no he would say no exactly yeah so do you see how it's changed yeah i told you i'm going to be dj and you were like what did you say go ahead you I said do what do you him. want to do teri zindagi ya meaning it's your life um but we had lo- loads more restrictions so we now we wanted to talk about the new generation now and mum was on the phone Uh, to quite a few aunties because they do the absorbs you know the remember i told you my uncle my pops my, which is my dad's sister's husband passed away suddenly i told you that a couple of weeks ago and absorbs is basically when people come to your house uh, to condolences sh- co- pay condolences or it's on the telephone and they ring all day long i swear to god so most of the conversation she's been having is about the lost generation um so you you tell them what we were talking about No I was just saying to them that um it's a shame that uh, like even if you call me now you know doing of source but with the next generation they are going to be drifted apart nobody will know uh, who the cousins are and um, what they're going to do because the at misses even age you know they know who their first cousins are the next cousins are but from the next generation because they haven't seen each other they haven't interacted with each other even if the first cousins or maybe very uh, you know close cousins they will not know it till the world is word is mentioned dummy and then once they see dummy oh which dummy is that like you know from your surname yeah but on, only from the surname because they they but you don't see they don't even know that half the time i think yeah. now so like my nephew who's four and like we went to my uncle's birthday party on saturday and it was just so nice that we kind of hung out with cousins that we have grown up with so it's gindu uh, dippy uh, aman ronny balanti all of those people and not just their all our cousins rajwant and uh, navraj and uh, um manpreet in the deep these are people we've grown up with and kept Rama. connections with obviously ram rams on every <laughs> episode So Ram is my uh, first cousin and he is my boy's son. So we always we call like me and Ram call daily. But mm. now like Mumbrid's kids, Rajwant's kids, yeah. um uh, who else's kids? Dippy Dippy's kids, Ronnie's kids, they don't have any connection. Like mm. Saran and Avani, what's his name? Shayan and then all the kids basically they've seen each other around but we when we were kids we hung out with each other. They will not have connection like we did. Like yeah. we were we will get together, we'll have an any excuse to get together yeah. birthday parties weddings you know any party we'll just make up a party just to get together but these kids now I, it's a shame though and then obviously i was saying to missy all the uh, you know at weddings we all these used to sing all these songs like yeah. from olden days you know kodiya when they have sitnia. you know and sitnia and gre uh, gre yeah and uh, suhag you know for the girl side yeah. you know all nobody will know what is suhag what is kodiya what is sitnia nobody know no none of the new generation will know that and, and it will not happen and they won't know how the whole uh, you know when they do milanese there'll be no milanese because there'll be no one to do a milanese with nanaki shock and all that stuff and they will understand what nanaki shock is and even if they hire somebody from you know to come and sing when they sing they will not know what they're singing about 
you know, because they have got no idea about these, you know, the the generation to generation passed on these um, this these songs and stuff, you know, which is very traditional, which has been passed on from year to year, from ages to ages. Like, well, you know, yeah, songs and just family community, family get-togethers. Nobody knows each other's names or how they're even related. So, what do you reckon? It's probably going to take one, I think, two generations, two, two generations, generations, and it'll all be gone by Shayan's generation. He's four now. Everything. So when Shayan has kids. Kids. Yep. His kids won't have a clue of who who is who. I Even guess Shane won't have a clue. Shane hasn't got a clue. He no. has a little bit of a clue because they still try. Like Rajwan them and breathe, they will try for their kids to know each other. Yeah. So they're a little bit older, but they will, he does know that they're his cousins and that's their mussy and stuff like that. Talking about singing at weddings, why don't we just sing a few wedding songs, traditional ones? Because you know I like singing them. Should we sing that one? Which one? Dudu ladu. <laughs> or should we do the vananya? Yeah, do you do Vadanya? So, <laughs> no. So there's one song, I don't even know what it means, but they go, Can this, was it? It's a Sitania. Sitani. At the, at the wedding, the, uh, this girl side uh, from the mum's side is Nanke and from dad's side is Dadke. So when Dadke and Nanke, they meet together at the wedding, on, on the girl's wedding or the boy's wedding, so there's a light, like, like, um, uh, very kind of uh, touching, like, you know. It's like a battle, uh, a duel. It, it, it's not a battle. It's like uh, a very, in a nice way. Nice battle. Yeah, it's in a nice way. They tell each other what they think of each other, like, you know. And uh, Nanke and Dadke, they have a competition of singing, like, you know. Nanke say to Dadke and Dadke say to Nanke. And all the teasing is going, I'll say, a, a very sweet kind of teasing is going on between them you know which will not happen you know once the traditions are finished but yeah. it's like you know the non the non when it's wedding they come and say um give a danya to whosoever it's a boy's mom or girl's mom or girl's dad or boy's dad they say we'll pick a name you know say uh, Stinder. Stinder. You know. Stinder. So, so you will say, Vadaya Tinu Stinder, Vadayani, Vadaya Tinu Stinder, Vadayani, Vadaya Tere Otanu, Tere Potanu, Jenna Stinder, Rakiana. So this is like, you know, that. But then they start, they start with Vadaya and then they start with, um, uh, Sitania. Sitania is like, you know, uh, teasing them. My girl is better than the boy and the boy side is saying that my uh, so boy is fun. better than yeah. the girl. Like, yeah. you know. So it's that kind of thing. But uh, in wedding, everything is excused. You know, if you if you even swearing, whatever you say, you know, it's excused because it's wedding and the ambience is so, you know, that, Nobody minds. And they know, do the, the whole dancing, don't they? I remember yeah. um, Amun's wedding when we had to dance the Nanaki side, which is the mum's uh, side yeah. of the bride against the uh, bride's dad's side. Yeah. And then we were all kind of dancing. There was a competition going on. Yeah. Everybody was saying Dadki's yeah. thing they were winning, Nanaki thing they were winning. And they will say like... Um, the girl side, like say for example, uh, will say... Boy side will say to mummy and because it's mum's brothers... And the uh, girl side will say to Chache, which is dad's brother, right? Ah. So it will be like, Khadesi laddu, Jamesi daddu, Do grand grand kardene. Let's say, 
Stinder Chache Tere. You know. I love it. And um, it's, it's saying it to Chache, the gra gra kardi. And then say, oh, then the other one, the boy side will say, Khaddi si rich, jamme si Khaddi si pitch, jamme si rich, do mala, do mala karde, stinder mame tere. So they're saying to mame, they're saying to Chache, and all these. Women are standing on one side on the on the uh, boy side yeah. and then the other one are standing I mean Dadke side and the other one are standing on the Nanke side and then they're just going on with like that. It's so much fun. Indian weddings, I've got to say, are one of the best weddings in the world, aren't they? Because they've gone for like five days. We haven't been to a wedding for ages. I know. We uh, got one in Hawaii, which is OP. She's getting married uh, next June in Hawaii. Um, and she's having an Hawaiian ceremony. Uh uh Punjabi ceremony and an English ceremony. Yeah. And I've just remember they will say uh one more is like um the girl side will say Kurita Sadi Tile Ditare Mundatuada Koi Kumiare Mundata Twada Koi Kumiare Jodita Fabadine Nilajio Lajatuanu ne Nilajio means shameless people who huh. don't have any shame. They so this is what they yeah, this is what they're saying. Um and then they, I can't remember, there's another one, like something like that. But um, I'll come back to you in a minute. So that was a, uh, 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 that was impromptu. That wasn't actually planned in today's show. But that was, an, uh, I was planning a bit of singing, actually. I was hoping we could do the um, uh, banana song. But we'll do that when we leave the show. I wanted to ask you, right? So as you can see, we're having a heat wave. And I know you don't like the sun so much. Why is that also conditioning that you don't like the sun and it makes you dark or and you always had to go in the chava, which is in the shadows? In, well, I have had too much sun in my life. I just, um, I was uh, born in India and uh, obviously the 40 degrees temperature love all it. the time. I love it. And even I hated in India, I used to have to go to college on bike every day doing 10 miles there, 10 miles coming back to my village. In 40 degrees. You know, in 40 degrees. So when you be I used to hated it? hated it. So come rain and shine, we still have to do the bike, had my uh, my handkerchief in my mouth still doing my pedaling, you know. Why did you um, have a handkerchief in your mouth? Because I couldn't breathe in that. Uh, uh, <laughs> but you would have suffocated sun. yourself with the handkerchief. So I, I think that Makes sun no has, uh, you know, since I've come here, this is the perfect weather for me, the English weather. I love it. No when way. When I was in Simla, you know, it was English weather in Simla because I had my early education in Shimla for about a few years in a convent school. So that perfect weather was an English weather and loved it. But when I went back to my pinned and uh, didn't like it, and since I've come to England, this is the perfect weather for me. Even when I go to India now, I can't stand the heat. I absolutely love and it. And I cannot sit in the sun. Just It just cannot. Even if I have to sit out in the garden, I have to have an umbrella, you know, and sit under the umbrella so that... Uh, but I think you also relate that to being high society, high gentry, because high gentry... They don't like to sit in the sun because their skin will get darker. No, no. And in your, if you're high society, then you have to sit under an umbrella, my dear. No, no, no. It's nothing like, like that. Sitting. Okay, so why do you want to always sit at the back of a cinema? Again, that is conditioning because... Conditioning. Uh, you're very badly conditioned, aren't you? No, you it's not conditioning. It's not conditioning. It's in, in, in India, when we used to go, go and watch cinema, all the 
rickshaw people and tange wale rickshaw wale you know all the these kind of people they will sit at the front because they will love to see like you know all these actresses dancing and latke chutke and all the um, the good uh, middle class um, uh, yeah or even higher up, class upper, upper class, class will sit at the back right at the back because you could see better and no you, you can't see better you could see better every I, time I think, every yeah. time we go to a cinema she goes in the right narky mood if you do not get into the back seats you know where the love seats are right at the back on the back wall she will be in the biggest mood well this is ever. like i it's said i was like i said i was born and brought up in india and obviously this was the think we will but, just go and sit right at the back yeah but you're conditioned to think it looks better from the back when you sit in the middle doesn't it still look good no I don't like it in the middle. Well, me and my like sister, me because normally All cinema right. is with me, mum and sister or just me, mum. Um and then we book middle middle. She always gets in an arc tough mood, always. Yes, because I want to sit so I d- want to like sit. I mean, I like to sit at the back. Don't you think it's time you got rid of a lot of your conditioning? Uh I'm quite I mean, I um this is I haven't got enough time now to get rid of my condition. <laughs> you can all, but you, I am what, what I am. I haven't got enough time. Why well, I am what I am, you know? So, so basically leave it. So you're not going to change yourself no. at all. I'm I'm I've changed quite a bit. I'm very a uh, flexible person and I've changed with times, <laughs> you know, as much as you as much as I could, even looking at all this what we just said about uh, um, uh, made in heaven, you know, uh, that is not my cup of tea, but then still we oh. watched it together and that is like, you know, changing yourself. Um but there are still certain things I think which are ingrained in you and um, you even if you want it you just think that's it you know i can't do it i was i was trying to find my share uh, but i can't find it now the one i wrote yeah, about you the, you leave it i'll say i'll uh, well she's finding a share but i can sh- say it peene ki aadat pilane ki aadat peene ki aadat pilane ki aadat ye hosh se behosh banane ki aadat पीने की आदत पिलाने की आदत ये होश से बेहोश बनाने की आदत रूठे तो उनसे मगर कैसे रूठे रूठे तो उनसे मगर कैसे रूठे उन्हें तो नहीं है मनाने की आदत साकी पिला के तू बेहोश कर दे साकी मीन्स जरा शराब पिलाने वाला साकी पिला के तू बेहोश कर दे गई ना होश में आने की आदत वाह 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 I can't find the book that I wrote it in. Uh, that's uh, just in case non-Asians are listening. Uh, we can't even translate that, but that's about someone drinking, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's what you call Sher or Shaidi. My Sher is about my mother. And it goes like this. Dunia badal gai, asma badal gaya. Sitare vi badal gaye. Parmani badal gaya. Misi vi badal gaya. Sab kuch badal gaya. Lekin maa nahi badal gaya. that was wow, that wow, wow, wow. Wow. i i, I read that myself so basically again if you can't understand uh, punjabi what that wasn't punjabi was it but that was hindi yeah. uh, so it basically says that the stars have changed the world has changed the universe changed the earth has changed humanity has changed but my mum has not even changed i have changed as much as i could yes i think i've changed a minute ago you just bit. said i am who i am and i will not change no i never said that i says i'm quite i've been quite flexible i've changed a lot with time but there are certain things certain traditions certain values which are ingrained in you but why don't you try changing them for example right my mother has all her life said i don't like yellow because she was conditioned 
to not like yellow. It's not I then thought I hated yellow because my mother hated yellow and she conditioned me to make me think I hated yellow. But I've in fact realized that I love yellow. Yeah, it's not about hating yellow or something conditioning about yellow. It is when I wear yellow, no. it washes me out. No. It doesn't suit me. No. I I know it. I know about my colors. If I wear red, red is my best color. No. All the shades in red and then all the shades in white are my best colors, but I have if I wear gray, if I wear yellow, these are not my they're winter colors and summer colors. you know cool colors and warm colors so i think i like warm colors the cool colors are really don't suit me they don't suit my skin tone or they don't suit me somehow and they washes me out and they don't look good on me but if i wear red if i wear pink if i wear uh coral if i wear um, even white you know blue or the my best color is what is it Zermora Zermora <laughs> which I don't even know what color that is this is a peacock color peacock <laughs> my best color is a peacock it's shade it's the bluey color which is no it's a greenish bluey color oh it's the green bit in the blue yeah. i like the i prefer the blue if you mm. think of a peacock feather it's like got that bright that's, blue that dark blue the green yeah. i like that bright blue that's their color isn't it it's kind of a turquoise but it's uh, called something else it's a it's a peacock color Yeah, you know, yeah, and if you have that peacock color, oh my god, and that suits me the best too. So, so I have. If I couldn't find. I was trying to look for that shade. So I was going to ask you with the beautiful sun, and you don't like it, but that's fine because I love it. And um, oh, let me ask you, what do you think about my um, um, me going on a date with myself every week? Thanks to Mina Kamari. You what? won't. <laughs> you've only beat me on a date once, and then I last mean, week I actually spent time on myself. Yeah, so. so that was a date with myself. And tomorrow I'm going on a date. What I'm asking you is, on a weekly basis, I shall be spending a day by myself with myself on different dates and different destinations. What are your thoughts? I don't mind. I mean, I think everybody should spend time with themselves, and that's the best time you can spend uh, when you go on a date. it's good for me because uh, i'm on a date at home you know spending time with myself at home so it gives me uh, i can do my meditation i can do whatever i want you know in that time so it's it's great you know you go on, on your date and i'm with my date so i should spend more time out then yeah. if you like it if, if you want very it's good up to you. i am going to actually i'm going to start now meeting up with all the people that i've ne- never met up with so I'm, that's going to do them once a week or once once every two weeks uh, and connect with them so before I, i pop off so at least that i know that my soul has been kind and loving to other humans around me what do you think that's about that very good very good and we'll take some time and effort and then i've got to make a social life so i've got to go start going out once a week socially as well so i've got a very busy hectic schedule ahead of me so she's looking at me going what the hell so what's wrong with that anything wrong with it no exactly she says with her eyebrows raised up to the roof of her forehead so going back to the summer here i wanted to ask you like i was going to say five but i'm going to ask three now so if you could go to three uh, uh three places in the world what would be your top three? um Oh my god you put me on the spot um, it was Niagara Falls but I've been to Niagara no, Falls No you know not you haven't yeah. been there well I, I guess yeah. yeah if you've been there before you can go again Yeah No you you could you got three shots uh, So three shots at anywhere in the world what would be on your bucket list Bahamas Bahamas right um Bahamas and um 
Oh, where Clinton went. What was that? Uh, Clinton? Was yeah. What's that place? India? It's beautiful. No, it's in <laughs> Africa. Um, oh, it's Becky, Becky Falls? Yeah, some... It's Not Be- Becky Falls, some kind of falls. It's a falls. It's um. Mum loves you like uh, she likes uh waterfalls, don't you? Yeah. So the falls there, and it's so beautiful. Can't remember that name now. That's another one. Uh huh. And uh, it's the names I'm getting confused with. It's not coming to my mind. But the another one is uh, seashells. You want to go to the seashells? Seashells is uh green crystal water and white beaches. I love to go. You don't like beaches? Well, sometimes you do. It's just but like... You, you're really confusing me. Both the Bahamas and the seashells are bikini places. Yes, and? But you what are you trying to say? You don't like beaches. Uh, I do like beaches, but I cannot sit, I mean, stay on the beaches for long, just day after day after day but, that's but I like lovely beaches like in when we went to Dubai there uh, were beaches and we went to beaches but there were other th- I didn't go to two beaches with you yes and then did beautiful I? beaches when we were saying oh look at these beaches they're 100 times better than Goa you know much yeah. cleaner yeah because we went to the wrong side of Goa I want to go Goa again yeah but I, that surprises me because I thought you would have said like uh, Switzerland or something because you you're I've the been to of, Switzerland yeah but you like doing the whole kind of adventurous uh, looking around and exploring I like mountains, the cities yes I and like mountains, mountains and I trains like, and planes um, and, and automobiles I like mountains and I like um, yeah that's um, waterfalls so that's what I'm surprised that out of all the places in the world you'd want to go to two mainly Bahamas beach people beach. doesn't make any sense yeah and waterfall which I said I don't know is the waterfalls in the seashells no, it's not the not the one we said. The Becky Falls. It's something. Let's have a look. It's called something else. What part of Africa? Um, someone wanted to go there. Famous as well. waterfall. Famous waterfall. In what South in Africa? South of Africa, yes. Actually, yeah. South Africa. Could be North Africa. Uh, Victoria Falls. Yes, that's it. The yeah. Victoria Falls. Yeah, yeah. I think not Becky Falls. I Victoria thought, Falls. I I think Pops has been yeah. there, no? No, Pops hasn't been there, but these are beautiful. So See, that I don't float my it. boat. Don't float my boat at all. Yeah? Doesn't float my boat. Well. Not my jam. No. But uh. Bahamas is your jam. Yeah, but then it won't be your jam because you're just in my head and all day saying, what are you doing? Lying on a beach all a day? Doing anything? Well, Drinking a cocktail? I can, you can lie on beach. I can do other things. Do what? There's nothing else to see apart from beaches. <laughs> there will be. It can't be possible. There'll probably be possibly... The, you know, like the catamaran, the sunset cruises and boat rides. Bahamas but and what's the other one we were saying we wanted to go to? Not Bahamas. You want to go to Bali? No, we went Bali. We already, Bali was beautiful, by the way. It was beautiful. Where was it that like you wanted it. to go? I don't want to beaches. I went to beaches on Bali. And even I went to see snorkeling. I went oh snorkeling. Oh my God, yeah. Um, my mother has snorkeled. I would never snorkel. But she just got thrown off the boat. Yeah. And there you were pulling the poor little boy and down with you there i was with the with the fishes right down the bottom oh my and it was god round and round with the fishes i can't believe you know, that that wasn't was, too that was about yeah. 10 years ago just before when you got married ago. yeah 10 years 11 ago. years ago then yeah so about a year before she got married yeah, yeah. you snorkeled yeah and my sister i told you before she has mauritius. become a qualified mauritius mauritius yeah i'd like to go to mauritius as well mm. yeah my oh, sister's my just become a qualified deep sea instructor deep diver instructor something mm. and has perforated it yeah in the process so she can't hear so she's a bit like mom when she can't hear you like right doreen are you all right can you hear me i can hear perfectly can you well. hear me? <laughs> don't give me doreen you could be doreen 
I love, I'm not Doreen. I love Doreen. So sometimes I call my mum Doreen when she can't hear. It's like, can you hear me? <laughs> and then she can hear. My hearing is perfectly normal and my vision is perfectly normal. Even yes. if you need glasses and you need glasses on top of your, what you call these, um, um, what you have in your eyes? Reading uh, contacts. Contacts. Glasses <laughs> on top of contacts, but my vision, I can even... That's because you had cataracts. in the needle, which you Because you've just do. had your cataracts. Yeah, that's d- it doesn't matter. And they give you... And, and my hearing is and perfect. Give you a, a, Don't a, a stop, stop calling me Doreen. Doreen. I know, I'm gonna, always going to call you Doreen. No. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think on that note, we'll just leave it. And that, you just see... And the, we'll sing the a song. Real, the real Double Trouble, uh, Mama Me. That was the real one that came out. And the song is... When life gives you a banana... Usko jaldi chil ke kajana. Remember what the what the old man said. Hum phir milenge when we are dead. My version is very different, so I'll let you sing it. Okay. Uh, on the you sing your version, I'll sing my version. Okay. My, I, I adapted mine for Shaney. See, I didn't. Okay. I didn't want to see it was she, dead. She, you can. Okay. When life gives you a banana. Use chil kar ka jana. Remember what the old man said. Hum phir milenge when we are dead. <laughs> when life gives you a banana. Chak Over to you. So now we'll just leave on that note. Now I'm not going to sing any more songs. I obviously sing a lot on social media. I must say that the singing really is helping my lungs. I actually surprised myself. And I think my mum was actually shocked the other day. We went to my uncle's birthday party. I promise you in my entire life, if anyone ever asked me to sing anywhere publicly, I'd be like, get lost. And I sang Jan de Miradil. Remember? And I'm, I, I could see in the corner of my eye, my mum going, oh, she can <laughs> sing, yeah. And everyone was like, oh, Missy can sing, yeah. It's only because I got the lyrics from, from the, if I don't have the lyrics, I can't sing. But I sang it without any music. It was all in tune. And I know my audience were like, oh my God, she's good. <laughs> They, you know you were good yes and they were all saying she was good yeah i think just because you've been practicing it yes. with the other people that's yeah. why and you were in tune otherwise if you weren't practicing you wouldn't know what i was doing. completely in tune and that was my very first public performance no sorry second public performance first was at the Adnan Sami concert i still can't believe i did that and i sang that really badly because i was so nervous but that there was only like small family friends small amount of family friends and uh, I kind of just did it and it was uh, very empowering to do something like that so on that note we're going to love you and leave you and thank you for listening to another episode of Double Trouble uh, Mum and Me we got through it I didn't think we did be- would because she was so moody at the beginning of this episode but she's all right now have you got anything to add before you go my mama? No, not really. Um, she always puts me on the spot. She doesn't know what to, uh, to talk about. And, Who's she? Um, uh, that's You're Missy. She? Missy always puts me on spot and she never tells me what she's going to ask. That's or the whole thing about this. But uh, sometimes, you know, your memory, you've got a memory lapse. Sometimes you can't think of things, but I do apologize if I've just... The whole point is you just along. say whatever comes out of your heart. Uh, I, was, I do apologize if I stuttered you know uh, along uh, and that was just because you were put on the spot and sometimes you know names don't come to your mind what you want no, to say no I was asking have you got any last words for your audience have you got anything to say like a quote or a sh- another share or uh, just a sub- anything any advice about life mm, yeah it was um, after <laughs> again 
just give me one minute to think it's a it's a quote like tu apne naseeb ki azmaish na kar roz roz usse farmaish na kar jo tera hai wo tere paas hi aayega roz roz usko paane ki chahat na kar wah 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 that's very good my mum writes a lot of poetry by the way um and has books and books of it so one day we may do a shero shari session we may do in dakshri actually we could do it in dakshri mum uh maybe the next time and stuff when you're in a better mood no, i can i can i would like to say some poems i would like to read a couple of poems she want on this episode my favorite ones go on then i'll give you a few minutes as you related to me oh not now my book is done oh in and oh, another okay. and another and another oh, well you done quite a few why are you calling me you're calling me on your phone you're calling me <laughs> no so i think we've done enough poetry and singing on this one so yeah we will do more poetry we'll do more singing and dancing if you want really so thank you very much for listening to uh, another episode of double trouble mom and me episode 3 um we 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 salvaged it we got there so take care be good and i'll catch you on the next episode of the journal of missy d 3.0 next week take care be good Mwah. double trouble mom and me She's so talented, you know. Mm-hmm.